0: Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. What is truth? The Bible dictionary I use to prepare for this sermon defines truth as that which has validity and certainty, the real state of affairs, fact. But this answer raises even more questions. What is valid? What is real? What is in accordance with the facts? Answering these questions seems much more complicated than it used to, especially in our contemporary moment, when it feels like people are living in different realities depending on which cable news shows they watch, when we are flooded with social media misinformation, when we often can't even agree on the facts themselves, let alone what they mean when there are so many voices in our head every day. I invite you to try a little experiment. Pay attention today to all the times you see or hear an ad or opinion trying to sell you something, or to get you to buy into something. TV commercials and commentators, radio commercials and commentators, billboards and store banners, Facebook pop-ups, YouTube videos that you can't skip, emails and flyers and cold calls, brand-name logos on the shirts and shoes you may have in your closet right now. What is truth? Pilate's question to Jesus in our reading from the Gospel of John for today. Jesus has been brought before Pilate by religious authorities who feel their power threatened by the life-giving power of God demonstrated in Jesus. And so they have conspired to have Jesus betrayed and arrested while he and his disciples are in the city of Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And they have brought Jesus before Pilate claiming he is a threat Seeking his death. Pontius Pilate was a ruler in a kingdom of this world. He was the Roman governor of the province of Judah in the Roman Empire. And he was governor during a very tumultuous and violent time, less than a hundred years after the Roman army had occupied Jerusalem and the surrounding cities. Pilate is in Jerusalem during the Passover festival to ensure that a rebellion doesn't rise up among the Jewish people to maintain Roman rule through the use of force and violence. It is in this context that Pilate asks Jesus, Are you the king? Of the Jews. Pilate wants to know if Jesus is the leader of a time-bound, earth-bound, nation-bound rebellion. He wants to know if Jesus is a threat to Roman rule. If Jesus is attempting to establish a rival kingdom in a Roman province through the use of force and violence. Jesus is not If he were, as he says to Pilate, his followers would be fighting to defend him. He and they would use violence in response to the violence against them. They would use weapons of force. As his friend and disciple Peter attempted to do earlier in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus was arrested, Peter drew his sword. And Jesus told Peter to put his sword away. Jesus is not that kind of king. And his is not that kind of kingdom. Throughout his public ministry, in his life, teaching, and example, Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, God with us, demonstrated that his kingdom, the kingdom of God, is a place of unending love and unending life where all are welcome without exception where goodness and grace abound jesus provided an abundance of wine from water at a wedding celebration in cana jesus healed people on the sabbath he spoke with the samaritan woman at the well He fed thousands on a hillside. He commanded his followers to love one another as he loves us. He said, I am the good shepherd who cares for the sheep, who lays down his life defending the sheep, whose sheep hear his voice and follow him. As Jesus says to Pilate, Everyone who belongs to the truth listens to my voice. Pilate, tragically, doesn't. The truth is standing right in front of him, and he can't see. The truth is speaking with him, and he can't hear. He asks the truth, what is truth, and doesn't wait for an answer. Pilate listens to other voices. The voices of the religious authorities who tell him that if he releases Jesus, he is no friend of the emperor. The emperor was a king in a kingdom of this world who would have no rivals, who used force and violence to maintain his power, who brutally executed anyone he saw as a threat. Pilate listened to his own fear. He knew that in that kind of system of domination and oppression and violence, being no friend of the emperor might, me- meant that he might lose his position and his power and even his own life. Pilate listened to the angry mob who called for the release of Barabbas not Jesus. Pilate listened to voices that were not true. And so, after ironically speaking the truth, I find no case against him. Pontius Pilate sentenced a man he believed was innocent to a brutal and painful and unjust death. Jesus Christ was crucified. And above his cross, Pilate had written, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, once again speaking more true than he was aware. Because Jesus Christ is the King. Christ is the King who rules through sacrificial, triumphant, life-giving love. Jesus Christ the King suffered and died on the cross and was buried and on the third day rose again to life, defeating death forever, giving us life eternal and abundant. Jesus Christ the King ascended into heaven and he has dominion over all the nations and peoples of the earth. Jesus Christ the King will come again one day and he will make all things new, all things whole, all things well. Jesus Christ, our King, makes known that God, our Creator, Redeemer, Sustainer, loves us always and forever. God is invested in us and the whole creation god is good and wants good for us and is working all things together for good this is the truth embodied and proclaimed in jesus christ when we want to know who god is and who we are in relationship with god and each other when we want to know What is real, when we want to know what is valid, when we want to know what is truth, we listen to and look to and trust in Jesus Christ, who continues to speak with us here and now through his words and example in Scripture, through communion his body and blood given for us, through his beloved community, the church discerning together his good and gracious will, through his beautiful creation, through the divine gift of human reason, through prayer, through the presence of the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Spirit of life. The still, small voice, the gut feeling, the conscience who moves us to what is right. The Spirit who reminds us that we belong to God. The Spirit whom Jesus promised will guide us in all the truth. I invite you to listen to the truth, to read the words and actions of Jesus in the Gospels. If you haven't before, or even if you have, I invite you to read the Gospel of Luke and to join in our daily Advent devotionals and our weekly adult education class on the Gospel of Luke taking place during this Advent season. I invite you to be thoughtful about the truth of the voices you allow to speak into your life. Do your very best to get the facts from reliable and multiple sources and discern if this information is true, is good, is helpful, especially before you pass it along. I invite you to speak and act in truth. Speak words that build up rather than tear down. Act with goodwill understanding for all, as Martin Luther King Jr. defined agape love. Share the good news with all the people in your life, I invite you into an ever fuller and deeper relationship with Jesus Christ our King, the truth who sets us free, who shows us the way, who gives us life. Amen. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.